It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes. Everybody look at this sack of potatoes. Hey, my name is Johnny McDowell. I just came here from Ireland and I said how to a Indian man. He gave me some feathers. I traded him a mirror and we said, here hey. we go. Sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes is the best form of currency. Potatoes. potatoes. Curly fries. Curly potatoes. fries. And waffle fries. Waffle fries. Waffle fries. And french fries. French fries. French fries. And tater tots. Tater tots. Tater tots. Welcome, 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 everybody. Yeah, welcome to another episode of ICBTB. And if you are still there, thank you so much for listening and keeping going. We wrote that song. Uh took us three years. We started it uh, a couple years ago. We didn't know where we were going to take it. We didn't know what we were going to do with it. And No, uh, not at are. all. Um, recently, uh, we have been sponsored by a sack of potatoes. So uh, shout out to Sacks of Potatoes. Shout out to the state of Idaho. Yeah. Um, and shout out to all of you fat ass motherfuckers that only eat potatoes. Also known as baddies. Yeah. Um, or fatties. Or gladdies. Because we're glad that we, you eat potatoes. And listen to the podcast. Yes. Also, guys, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, because you guys are definitely downloading this podcast and you're bored with the quarantine and, uh, you know, COVID and all that stuff. So we yeah. decided to to do some brevity, give you some lightness to this break. We want to give yes. you an opportunity to sit back, relax, and just not think about uh, the coronavirus. Yeah. But instead, think about something <laughs> called the Manta virus because we watched the movie... Called Out, oh, outbreak. outbreak. Yeah. Uh, what did you call it? The Manta virus? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? No, it's the Motaba virus. Motaba. <laughs> or Mobata. Motaba. I think it's Motaba. Motaba. I think you're right. It is Motaba. <laughs> I don't know where you got Manta from. Manta Ray? I don't know. Yeah. It all sounds scary. Um, Manta virus. Oh, I was thinking of the Hanta virus, but I, got, I knew it had an M, so I just switched it. You know what? I'll buy it. I'll take it. We'll call the virus... Potatoes, if we have to. I don't like this anymore. Yeah, you don't like it. No, you're being you're being pedantic. <laughs> I don't like it. That's, I'm being a supportive friend, thing. dude. I'm being a you're supportive friend. You're being the asshole supportive friend. What? Though. I'm trying oh, to be we'll nice call here. It potatoes. Oh, can we, Christian? Can we, we just call did a potatoes? potato bit, and I thought that it would have been it was appropriate for me to insert potatoes right there and then. I'm mainlining um, iced coffee that Christian got me here. So if we're a little um, chitter chattery, it's uh, probably the iced coffee. Uh, you said. It tasted like soy sauce first time you. It did. I don't usually it. put cream in my coffee, and I would like some sugar in it, so I'm doing all sorts of weird things. But this coffee tastes like soy sauce. Something I, I like about you, and I'm sure a lot of people might not like about you, is that when when something is done for you, you'll say thank you, but you're still honest about your judgment with it. You yeah, won't of say like thank you. I like it off the bat, which is something that I do because because you're because you're a pedantic motherfucker, and you'd say anything to make <laughs> him feel happy. Um, maybe it was the way that I was conditioned. Manners is what it, what I have. I have manners. No, you I'm have, saying thank you. It's and just, I'm giving an honest opinion. And I'm not saying that I don't. I told you that okay. I do like Outbreak's it. Outbreak's gonna have to wait a second here because you're being a fuck here. <laughs> what? So you're I, telling me you would rather, you would rather, do the same thing that I'm doing, smile and say thank you, but then turn around and lie to that person who just did a nice thing lie. for you. Not lie. It's not my intention to lie, but my gut tells me to say something nice because I'm a nice guy. I'm trying to be better at being honest and being straightforward. But yeah, 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 yeah. Some people are too thin-skinned for honesty, man. Look, if you're too thin-skinned for honesty, fucking 
Blow it out, baby. Grow some balls or ovaries, depending on what what kind of uh, human you are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Outbreak has to yes. do with a lot of humans. It's a movie that was. Um, <laughs> it has. It's also very uh, topical. You know, it's about a, a virus that breaks out of Africa and comes sweeping across the nation, and actually doesn't quite sweep across the nation yet. It does no. jump from Boston to California. There but is a huge potential for it to it sweep actually, across the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, we'll just break, uh, jump into the nighty gritty patty. Yes. I'm sorry. Let's translate that. The itty bitty nitty gritty committee. Thank you very much. My name is Alejandro, and this is the itty bitty nitty gritty committee here, and I have the report. All right. Lay it on us. Outbreak was released in the great year of our Lord, 1995. <laughs> of our 1995 Lord. All praise. Rated R. Uh, it has a runtime of two hours and eight minutes. You... <laughs> The past six movies that you've recommended to me have all been two hours plus. Well, hey, first of all, I didn't recommend this movie. This has been a topical movie that other people have recommended to us. Uh, this is true. This okay. is true. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's 128 minutes from Melissa. Um, it has a rating of 6.66666. Actually, I just added that last one because I thought it'd be funny. Um, wow. 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Do you feel rewarded for adding that extra six? I do. Hail Satan. Okay, you know, I beg to differ, but go ahead. Uh, 59% on the Rotten Tomatoes uh, and a 65% on Metacritic. This movie is getting a lot of talk right now, and I thought it was going to be better than it was. You know Especially what? with all the people in it. It's a disaster movie. Is there four? No, I guess it is a disaster movie. But is there four Academy Award winners in this or five? Um, I want to say four because the last time four we overshot <laughs> with Academy Award winners and we were way off. Mr. Balls are square. That's me. Square balls over here. What percentage of gaggly gazers? Um, to translate that for you baddies out there, that's Google users. And I'm going to say 89%. Spot on? No, 87%. Very Fuck. close. Very, 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 very close. <sighs> I'm proud of myself. Uh, Did you hit yourself in the face with the mic? No. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to have to cut that out. Cut, this, cut the camera. Cut the fucking camera now, please. Uh, it's okay. Place. It's an audio medium, dude. A dangerous airborne virus threatens civilization in a tense thriller. After an African monkey carrying a lethal virus is smuggled into the United States of America, an outbreak occurs in a California town. To control the spread of the disease, a team of doctors is brought in that includes a contagious disease expert and his ex-wife. Uh-oh. Once, <laughs> once the army intervenes to handle the situation, though, the doctors must fight against the clock to save the town and the residents. Uh, was that uh-oh in there? I really hope that was <laughs> organically in there. It was organically in there, but it wasn't written in the synopsis. <laughs> um, had a budget of $50 million. Hairs. I believe it. $50 million in... I w uh, let me actually real quick look what $50 million is now. $50 million in 1995 money. A lot of fucking money, dude. We were two years old in 1995. Don't give my real age out. Sorry. That's right. You're 97, right? Born you in 97? Slowly. No. <laughs> You're 12 years old, right? Um, That's about $80 million. Fuck. That's a big movie. That It is a big movie. I mean, for a movie, uh, a disaster movie about a pandemic... Of course, you're going to be spending a lot of money. So they paid $50 million, Harris. Did you see how many extras they had in that movie? I would have loved to have been an extra on this film, dude, because you get all that gross, sick makeup. Ugh. You should just do uh, Fright Fest at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. No. You wouldn't want to be dressed up as a... No. What? I don't like scary things. What? These guys are essentially zombies. 
Would you like to guess how much this movie made made at the box office? One hundred and f- no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ninety-eight million dollars. It was a fifty million dollar movie. Ninety-eight million dollars. It made one hundred and eighty-nine point eight wow. million dollars. Damn, this movie within itself was an outbreak. Oh, a financial well, hey, outbreak. Well done. Thank you very much. Fuck you. That wasn't funny. What, dude? <laughs> um, <laughs> You're playing with my emotions. Is this how you get women? Fool, bitch. Because that's not really a backhanded compliment. Thank <laughs> like, you. Fuck you. Go for the handshake and then flip mom and <laughs> Not subtle. I, oh, it's uh, worked in the past. Uh, yeah, sadly. Um, this movie has everybody that you could imagine. It's starring Dustin Hoff. Yep. Well, that's short for Dustin Hoffman. That's short for Academy Award winning Dustin Hoffman. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Graduate? Oh, the way back it was at the uh, in the sixties or seventies. I believe it was the sixties, sixty nine. I want to say. Yeah, where he was a he was a youngin and he he pulled the likings of a cougar. Oh, the cougar pulled the likings of him. Yeah, hey, hey, it all, it worked out well. No, very sad ending. No, it was kind of yeah. It has he that. runs off with the girl on their wedding day and they get to. But doesn't he turn around at the very end and he it, it's open ended and he thinks about if he made the right decision. They do kind of like cuts. sigh and then yeah, it cuts, exactly. And then it cuts to, which Credits. is one of the most famous uh, iconic scenes. It's a great ending. It is great. Um, Rene Russo plays uh, Dustin Hoffs's wife. I've never seen her. Morg Free. That's one for Morgan Freeman. Um, the uh, late, great Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Donald Swatherland. Patrick DeZemsey. Cuba Good. That's show for Cuba Good and June. That's show for Cuba Good and Junior. <laughs> Somebody just hit bingo. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, a bunch of other people that you may or may not recognize. I didn't recognize any of them. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, there's a bunch of extras, uh, a bunch of just rando actors in this. This movie was intended for Harrison Ford. Instead of Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. I could see that, but I'm I'm very glad that they chose Dustin Hoffman. Harrison Ford would have made this movie hilarious. You think so? You think he would have gone more of a comedic route with this? The suits that they wear, their hazmat suits, are fucking hilarious. Uh, they look like space suits. They, they look like the same suits that they wear in Armageddon when they land on the asteroid. I wonder how accurate these hazmat suits were. Not at all. Not, not at all? You don't think they... Did you work in an environment where they would wear suits like that? No, I mean, not necessarily. Not to that degree. I, I work at a in a biotech facility, a biomedical facility, but I'm not dealing with infectious diseases. Did you like in the beginning when they're breaking down the levels of the? Infectious? I loved it. That I'd... was really cool. And then they're like, on this level, they yeah. talk about the flu. Mm-hmm. On this level, they talk about herpes. And they talk about anthrax on this level. And then, and then, the, yeah, the 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 bargaining, to, like the lumping together of diseases was interesting. Like, yeah, we do the flu, the common cold, and AIDS. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. What was the name of that facility? Uh, Usamrid, right? The, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you, the United States military. Um, I don't know what the rest of it is, but it's about infectious diseases. Of, in, Institute of Infectious Diseases. Yeah. Um, let's just jump right into it, pirate. Yeah, dude. Like I said, this is a disaster movie, and you texted me uh, yesterday after you'd seen the film, saying everyone in this movie is stupid, dumb as fuck. Everybody, like, if anybody had one. Also, okay, we are also super hyper aware of like cover your mouth and like don't be in groups right now. So like, it's kind of also really interesting to see all these people just like go to the movies and yeah. like nobody covered their mouth. But also like everyone is like not just coughing, but people are like turning into that person, breathing in the cough, and yes. then like, oh thanks, and then like making out with the person. It's so. 
Gross. Apparently in 1995, no one had common sense. Everyone was dumb. Everyone's just like sharing food with strangers. Everyone is like breathing each other's air. That's the other thing I've noticed with this quarantine is I'll take my dog out for a walk and I'm trying to like, you know, stay isolated or whatever but and not talk to people and then i like i look at the park and there's people running around the park everyone's like sucking in each other's air like that's it's just as bad people are still meeting up and it's i know people are saying uh don't meet up in groups of more than 10 but still i wouldn't say groups of four more yeah like keep it very limited but um it's everyone in here was just plain stupid even the scientist who's like doing the blood test like isn't he he's listening to a baseball game and like sticks his hand in the machine and it shatters and gets blood all over the place yeah he's one of the reasons so many people got infected yeah so that guy he worked at uh the medical facility where uh one of the where they're testing dempsey's blood no okay. it was rudy's blood the, the pet store owner okay 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 let's let's get there first let's yeah so so much to talk about this disease the manta ray virus M- Motaba. The Mutababa? <laughs> Motaba. Motaba. <laughs> You're putting emphasis on the wrong vowel. Motaba. M- Motaba. You know what? No, it's asking. It sounds like you're asking for more taba. More taba, please. <laughs> Which I don't understand. Taba is a dish made in southern Ethiopia. Oh. That involves beef, curry, and uh, fried eggs. I believe it. Thank you. Um, don't look it up. So, Mutaba yes. is a disease that was found in. Africa. Yeah, in an African jungle. Uh, that has somehow mutated and in, in, on a monkey, on uh, Marcel from Friends. So yes. this movie is also starring Marcel. Yes, a capuchin monkey. Capuchin. Capuchin, am I saying that wrong? Yeah, now you're saying it right. You're saying Motaba wrong. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, I know monkeys. I don't know diseases, okay? <laughs> you know me. I know my monkeys. Capuchin. All right, baddies, if you want to learn more about monkeys, go to Alejandro. If you want to learn more about diseases, come to me. Uh, if you want to learn just actually how to pronounce monkeys, that's I, you know, that's what my expertise is in. Wow. Orangutan. <laughs> you pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> You okay, can do this whatever. with more monkeys. Gorilla. What? Gorilla. Stop. That's it's, not, you, it's not a Spanish. That's how you pronounce it. Gorilla. No, it, you're making it sound Italian. <laughs> Gorilla. Gorilla. Don't do that thing with your hands. That's how you speak Italian. <laughs> no, you're, that's so offensive to Italians. Oh yeah, do they not speak with their hands? Everyone speaks with their hands, but, but mostly that... Italians. <laughs> Italians out there. Comment below. Prime Minister of Italy. Please comment below. You ever, never mind. We're not getting into this. Let's get back to Outbreak because they were safe. I do think it's interesting that in America this disease got so out of hand. Yes. Well, yeah. Let's give the listeners some exposition. This so this monkey is brought illegally to America. Yes. Patrick Dempsey buys this monkey uh, and he's going to go sell it to his friend in San Jose. Uh, San Francisco. Oh, uh, Cedar Creek. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't you want to know the details i don't give a fuck what the name of the city is it doesn't matter um it matters because so cedar buys, creek comes up the entire so, movie so he buys this monkey this monkey spits in patrick dempsey's mouth and patrick so, dempsey swallows it he swallows <laughs> this it. he's spit. like oh yeah thank you mr monkey do it again and then um takes his monkey in and the guy who he's trying to sell it to is like i don't want this monkey it's a boy and then the monkey scratches that man because why is he fucking gender shaming him which yeah. was the, the very monkey, clearly a dated movie the monkey was definitely in I, the right place yeah the to monkey identifies as a woman and yes. this this plant owner would only refer to this monkey as male and that's repugnant to me i think this heterosexual have, cisgendered, cisgendered white 
pet store what, owner. Business owner. I bet you he's fucking conservative, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He I'm deserved so to be fucking, scra- scratched by monkeys. I wish all I could around. take my clothes off. I'm so fucking hot and upset right now. This pisses me off. He didn't even think to ask what those monkeys' pronouns are. Yeah. How rude. This guy is definitely this, from 1995. So I thought all of this outbreak was because of a voodoo man that you see in Africa for about half a second, but it's <laughs> actually because of this disgusting white cisgender fucking. This is the problem with America. He needs to get with the times. This is the problem with America. White cisgender men. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a brown I'm cisgender man. I'm taking a stand. No, and take that stand. I think a lot of our listeners out there will agree with us that you got to get with the times, man. You got to ask about pronouns. Hey, if you identify as a table, I'm calling you a table. <laughs> I'm not. Actually, you know what? You just brought up a good point. That's ridiculous. I will not <laughs> refer to somebody as a table. I changed my mind. I'm on the side of the white men. You tell me if you meet someone tomorrow or after this quarantine, they shake your hand and they say, hey. <laughs> they shake your hand. I like you have to put in after the quarantine. <laughs> I have to be specific. You meet someone tomorrow, they shake your hand and they say, hey, I identify as a light bulb. I turn around and walk away. My pronouns. I say, get the fuck out of here. Are it? Nope. Not they... listening anymore. Walking the fuck away. Sorry. I don't talk to light bulbs. I don't fucking talk to light bulbs, bro. Okay? How about you go fucking stick your dick in a fucking electric pole and go fucking <laughs> light up the room, motherfucker? Because I ain't talking to fucking light bulbs. Go Dude, do a fucking job. Don't tell anyone to stick their dick in an electric pole. You're what? a fucking light bulb. What do you care? You're a fucking light bulb. What the fuck do you care? You <laughs> there know might be light bulbs listening to us right now. Fuck them. For you light Turn bulbs out there. Turn us off, light bulbs. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, look, this is what the quarantine has done to us. <laughs> look at, yeah, this quarantine has fucked us up. Are we six feet apart? Uh, Our faces are. You're six feet long, right? Not L- in that little sense. A little more. <laughs> <laughs> little more, but who's counting? <laughs> Anyways, outbreak. One other thing that really, okay, so monkey sneaks to America. Patrick Demps takes it to his friend. His friend keeps calling it a male. Uh, oh, and I, I did touch on it briefly. This movie is all caused by a voodoo man in Africa. Yes. When they when when Dustin Hoffman finally gets to Africa to like find where this disease comes from, did he wait? What did Dustin Hoffman go to Africa in this movie? He did. He did. He travels all, all the over way. the world in the span of a week. Yes. Well, so the mo- there's two different versions of the Motaba, right? Yeah. So it showed up first in like 1965. 87. Uh, 65. <laughs> Don't correct me. I, I, I saw the movie too. Don't, Don't correct <laughs> you're, me. You're off by 20 How would dude. you go fuck yourself? How about that, Christian? How about that, dude? Tell your fucking story then. Well, I don't give a shit what year it was. Essentially, you were cutting me off to correct me. I'm just stating, don't correct me. So you were off by 20 years, 1965, July, by 20 right? Years. <laughs> and so um, basically what Donald Sutherland and Morgan Freeman uh, were doing, they wanted to keep this uh, Motaba virus a secret so that they could use it in the future as a biological warfare weapon. Totally realistic. Totally realistic. And uh, they end up blowing up the village. Because uh, they're like, it's weird because when they see the, the disease initially, yeah. Like everybody's cool. And then all of a sudden, like one of the, because you don't see who they are because they have dark masks on. Yeah. One have... of them, like, turns and, like, sees, like, a kid crying. Or no, that was that was when Cuba throws up in his mask. What, what, I, I'm trying to remember what causes them to be like, we got to get the fuck out of here and blow this place up. Like, it, it's really, like, not much. I no, mean, not at all. It escalates quick. All of the sudden, like, that's their first thought is, like, we got to fucking burn this place down. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. send you guys help. We'll send you guys help for sure. And they're like, no, we're not sending these idiots help. We're, we're going to send them a, a bomb. bomb. Um, yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. So, that was the first. Uh, the That's first. A, so now this monkey who has it that they mm-hmm. snuck into America, it's mutating in this monkey. Yeah, he scratches the the pet store owner, mm-hmm, 
and spits in Dempsey's mouth. Yes. So now they're hosts of a virus that they don't... And, and also, this monkey has an unfinished banana that, in its cage. That another monkey eats. That another thieving monkey. And that's another reason why... All monkeys why. are thieves. All, <laughs> that's a fact. That's not an Alejandro fact. That's a real fact. All monkeys are thieves. I believe it, dude. I've all seen monkeys it. Are thieves. I've also, seen the hangover, too. Also, they'll rip your fucking face off when they get the chance. People shouldn't have monkeys as pets. No, no. You must have a, a certain they're level jealous. of... They're jealous that we progressed. Because at one point, humans... We're getting like monkeys were beating the fuck out of humans, right? Uh-huh. Especially like in the food chain and when we were when we couldn't figure out tools and shit, monkeys were beating the shit out of us. Yes. Then we figured out how to throw spears and make fires and then we beat the monkeys. And the monkeys have never forgiven themselves for losing no. the war. And now they fucking up they fuck us up. With tools and with our uh, mental capabilities, we overcome the monkeys, but stripped down monkeys will beat the fucking shit out of us. I, that's why Planet of the Apes scares me so much. Dude, Okay, question for you. What is your strategy if, the, if you were stuck in a room with a gorilla? I'm fucked, bro. <laughs> let it. Let it. I'm done. Let it. <laughs> like Whatever I'm, it wants me to do. Does it want me to wear a dress? Does it want me to wear lipstick? Whatever the fucking gorilla wants. I'll be its little bitch. For I, sure. Anything it wants me to do. It's I'll a gorilla. Be, yeah. If this gorilla wants to get its other gorilla friends. Sidebar. What? Do you remember when uh, Harambe was killed? Yes. Okay. Makes all the sense in the world, bro. You can't bargain with a gorilla. No. You're not going to ask the gorilla nicely to give you that baby back. No, you can't You can't negotiate. You can't tell the gorilla, okay. <laughs> For two bananas, you give us that baby. The girl's going to be like, okay, snap, bananas. Oh, they'll give you back a dead baby? It's, gorillas are naturally vegetarian, so they only know how to kill in fear and, yes. and anger. And in defense, they want to defend their group of other gorillas. Also, when they smile, that means they're going to fuck you up. Back to the movie. <sighs> Um, yeah, so, so we have three infected hosts Monkey, now. a gentleman by the name of James, who we later call Jimbo. Yes. That's Patrick Dempsey. And Let's another sidebar. Because that actually really bugged me. So this movie is, th- there's a lot of leaps yes. in reason in this film. The biggest leap of reason in this film is that this man who's called James is called Jimbo once by his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> One time is she like, hey, Jimbo, what's going on? And suddenly everybody, including the doctors and the, the nurses world. who hop off of a helicopter, run to his room to see what's going on. They see him like, Jimbo, what the fuck's going on? Like, why are you calling him Jimbo? Why That's is not everyone, his name. his name on paper should be is James. James. James, it should be like James, James Smith the third, and they're just like Jimbo. What's going on? on charts when they're trying to track the disease? They're like Jimbo. Where the fuck did Jimbo get it from? You know what it is? Since Jimbo, since James was such a stupid character, Patrick Dempsey got they spanned had the mouth. To call him Jimbo. They had to call him a stupid name. You know, you can't call someone that spread this disease like wildfire t- from H- the beginning. Harriet, you can't call him something, re- you know, Do regal. Not, no, you cannot call him by his God-given name. Call him Jimbo, because Jimbo is a stupid fucking name. So the disease is now spreading all over these three men's bodies. And it spreads yes. within eight hours. It'll turn your uh, internal organs to liquid. Yes. It just makes the cells divide and it kills them and then it moves on to the next host. It's a hemorrhagic uh, virus. Yeah. So you, your your blood vessels are bursting. You're getting all these cysts on your on your body. Your eyes are bleeding. Literally, yeah. it is disgusting. It's a really gross part of the movie when you see it. Yes. Um. Eventually, the virus mutates and it becomes airborne. Patrick Dempsey flies on an airplane like an idiot. Yeah. Almost gives a cookie to a kid like an idiot. Hops off the airplane, sees his girlfriend like an idiot, then kisses her 
like an idiot. I believe she kissed him. Gross. She like sucked his face in. Like an idiot. Yeah, she was a straight nice. up vacuum cleaner with his mouth. She went up in there. And I don't know if it's because he was Patrick Dempsey that his good looks were enough to Young overcome the Patrick disease. Dempsey. Yeah, he was looking pretty good. His hair looked dumb as shit though. Oh, his mullet? And that and that earring, he looked dumb. Yeah, he I mean that's dumb. the 90s for you, man. Uh anyways, so he is giving it directly to her and is already dying in the airport is already dying. Yes. Uh, so she he goes to the hospital. At the same time, store manager collapses. On all of his fish, fish tanks, kill, they all fall. So many animals die in this film. Like, dude, Needlessly. if you're sick and you know you're about to pass out, pass out in outside chair. in a chair Go get a on chair. your bed. Do not call an ambulance, please. But you know what? On it, we're being a dick. You probably can't plan when you're going to pass out. I don't know if you are anticipating that you're feeling that sick. Take a seat. So, anyways, relax. Take a chill pill. He dies instantly, pretty much. Yes. They take his blood to a uh, scientist yes. who was just we touched about. We talked about him earlier. He was working at the medical facility, and he had all of his blood samples in a centrifuge. And for you listeners out there that don't know what a centrifuge is, it is a machine that spins uh, test tubes at such a rapid rate that it could separate the solids. Um, of, uh, it could separate the components in a test tube of different densities. And basically, You're he so opened smart. up this. I had to work with it. You're uh, so smart. I'll I just, stop I'm it. gonna be honest. That made me really happy to see you like really? talk about which something you know, dude. I love centrifuges are dope. Oh, They're buddy. so fun to work Look with. Look at the smile on your face. But this guy was a dumb fuck. Yeah, because he was listening to a baseball game. Reaches his hand in. One he, of the tubes shatters. Because he opens it. You're not supposed to open it while it's, it's still spinning. spinning. Of course. That makes sense to me. Weird, though, that the machine doesn't have an automatic lock on it, though. Yes. Yes. It, do, they, do those things usually have a lock on the... Or do yeah. they just trust that scientists are not that The stupid? ones that I've worked with, they've they've locked before. Um, See, you have to stop it. <laughs> he doesn't stop it. He reaches his hand in, and it, like, explodes JFK brain splatter. Onto his face. Onto the wall on, and into his mouth. Yes. And just like Patrick Dempsey, this guy swallows it. And he's just like, you know what? I'm okay to go home. Yeah. And goes to see a movie. He is he's my not, he so he of all the fine. <laughs> of all the carriers who have the disease, he's my favorite. Because he goes to the movie theater and is coughing <laughs> on everybody and everything. And his girlfriend's like, Will you shut the fuck up? The movie's yes. on. And he's like, No, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go get some water. Goes out of the theater. First of all, Goes from the wrong side of the line to get a glass of water, like a uh, water from the concession yeah, stand. Yeah. He goes to like the checkout part and starts coughing on everybody and everybody's popcorn. And everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? And he's just like, I just need some water. I just need some water. It goes please. into first person. <laughs> so you are this guy. And you're seeing you also, everyone in you, his line of sight. His first cough, though, you also become part of the particles and get to yes. follow the particles like into other people's mouths. It's a roller coaster ride. They spent all of their budget on that special effect. On the viral particles that are traveling throughout the vents that you'll see later in this movie so he infects single-handedly infects an entire town basically cedar creek is fucked so now the government is like what the fuck do we do they're freaking out and uh renee russo is that what i what her, yeah no, uh, robbie I mean? Rob, is her name um she knows exactly that this is motaba yes because she recognizes it she knows she used to be uh, dustin hoff's wife he used to talk about motaba um and she Goes he, to this town and sees yeah. what's going on and instantly knows. what. And so she calls back the government. They bring in the CDC. They lock down the town. They bring in the army. It's super intense. Um, it, it's, it actually was quite impressive how quickly they locked down that town, which I think is very realistic. That is. I think if the U.S. government wanted to lock, lock down a town, it's very easy for them to do. Yeah. Case in point. Uh, do you remember when the Boston bombing, the b- marathon bomber happened? Yeah. And they, that kid 
uh, who did it was hiding and like hidden in a suburban neighborhood of, of Boston. And they called in the helicopters to do heat lamps and they, they called martial law in the city of, of Boston mm-hmm. and literally shut down this entire city. And it's spooky how quickly they did it. They had to do it quick. I think every town in America has a plan to do it, and they don't even like talk about it really. Like well, they could, they could make everybody just. Well, if they in these dire to. disaster situations, there are events in history that occurred for us to learn from. Sure. So in this movie, they directly reference the 1918 flu, and the, yep, yeah, flu. the Spanish flu, which killed so 25 million people worldwide yeah. in the span of nine months. Do you know where patient zero was of the Spanish flu? No, where Kansas. Really? The Spanish flu originated in America. And we still call it the Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. How fucked up is that? Hey, America, baby. We get to make the rules. (laughs) Fuck, dude. (laughs) Proud to be an American. American. No, I'm free. It's all a lie in America because they pay and piss on me and the spread proof flag. It is a lie of the freedoms we don't have. When I look up to the gods and pray, God bless Donald Trump. You sound like a South Park character right now. <laughs> you are an outrageous character. <laughs> How are you in my room right now? You know what? I'm just waiting for a bolt to come through the window. Oh, shit. How crazy would it be if there was like an assassination attempt? This has nothing to do with the movie. Let's get back and to the movie. And you just got shot in just, the head? Just my brain explodes. Well, first of all, I'd have to finish the episode. And then, okay, my brain explodes. I slump down in a chair. In walks in, me, dressed in a suit, <laughs> ready to go. Shit. And I say, Christian, that was a clone. I'm actually a secret agent. You gotta come with me here's a gun put this suit on and you put on a, a we go out your we, go, we walk out the door and then i get shot in the head and then in comes through the front yard with a, like a smoking shotgun you me. with an eye patch on and a scar and you're just like get out of here alejandro 2.0 get out of here <laughs> Guys, I swear we have not had one drop of alcohol. No, this is, yeah, we're actually more sober than we've been in years. This is the most clear-minded I've been in my entire life. I've actually never been clear-minded, and I am right now. Wow, the clarity is so clear. Anyways, outbreak. Outbreak. I want to talk, do you think we got ridiculous? This movie gets ridiculous. I was really into how they were fighting the disease. It all seemed very realistic. The whole movie actually seemed fairly grounded in reality. Yes. Up until uh, they get into a helicopter. That was (laughs) fucking ridiculous. The way they got into the helicopter. So from the beginning, uh, so Dustin Hoffman is part of the uh, U.S. Army. He's um. Uh, a researcher, he's a major. He's not a lieutenant, he's a major. Um, is he lieutenant? He's a colonel. He's a colonel, excuse That's me. That's what it is. He's a colonel, and he works directly under a one-star general, Morgan Freeman, who mm-hmm. works directly under two-star general, Donald Sutherland. Yes. Uh, which is such like such low rankings. Neither of those generals would have any of that much power. Yeah. Like, literally, one like one other general would be like, oh, yeah, we're not going to do this. Like, they'd they, be like, okay. <laughs> they would have to, because <laughs> I don't think two-star generals have that much power. I think they have power, but I don't think they have that much but power. But they made it seem like they had as much power as, as pretty kings. much the president. They were god kings. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, um, so they're court-martialed, because... Donald Sutherland and Morgan Freeman, who are the men who had initially bombed the first town who had this disease in Africa, decide to do it again in Cedar Creek. Hey, yeah. we got a bunch of people infected in here. We don't need it to get out in America. This is what we'll do. We'll bomb this city. And yeah. they somehow get 
the president on board. They have all of his secretary and his cabinet on board, and they have the president convinced that the best thing that they can do in this situation is drop a bomb on the city of Cedar Creek. Also known as Operation Clean Sweep. Great name. Um, something that you Great guys name. do need to know is that for the past 28 years, they've already had an anti-serum for the original yeah, a cure. Yeah, Motaba virus. That because, they were hiding. And they had it because they knew that one day if this disease was going to be used as a weapon, they wanted to have a way to protect their soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what they didn't anticipate was this disease mutating in Marcel. Yes. Um, <laughs> Marcel. So, Fucking Marcel. Um, Marcel, who was also at this time just running around in the Palisades of California, just running around the woods. Yeah, Mar- it's not Marcel's fault. It, it is. No, he got casted with a spell from the Juju Witch Doctor in Africa. What kind of doctor? Juju Witch Doctor. That's fucking gross, bro. What? What? Um, I think what's what's really interesting about uh, how quickly the government was able to be like, you know what? How about fuck these citizens? We just kill them all. Let's just blow them up. And Dude. everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I that wanna, sounds really good. I want to talk about the quarantine when there's uh, the two families in two different trucks trying to get out oh, of the man. quarantine. That's so stupid. Like the two rednecks in the truck. I have that written yes. down as two rednecks in the truck because they're waiting in line to like uh, get out, even though nobody's allowed out of the city. Yeah. And then suddenly this truck comes out like a bat out of hell and is like, hey, Earl, follow us. And they like follow this other Ford Bronco through like the streets of this town and everyone is like, fighting police and fighting the army to try and like they're get their rioting. rations out yeah and they're just like driving through suburban america at breakneck speeds yep. putting everybody's lives in danger and then we come to find that there's two little girls in this truck in this bench seat two door yep. cabin of there's a truck. an entire family in each of the trucks and the first truck is like uh, they're driving in these like buzzard style attack or uh, Apache style attack helicopters. Come down and like, hey, stop! We got we we're, we have we're not going to let you out. You're quarantined. If you get out, we're going to have to kill you. And they keep driving. They keep driving. This is stop. The the army is begging with them to stop. They shoot warning shots, and then everyone's like, oh my god, they're shooting at us! But they keep driving like, fuck them. They're not going to shoot us. Then. One of the redneck pulls out a Remington 22 <laughs> rifle. And is shooting at these helicopters. A Remington 22 is also known as a plink plink. Because when you shoot it at things, it goes plink. Because the bullets are so small. It, it's not a big deal. It's not a big gun. You learn how to shoot with that gun. They are shooting at the army with this gun. At the fucking helicopters. And the they helicopters the fuck up. proceed not only light them the fuck up, the truck, the first truck explodes. explodes. Of course, because they're shooting... Hundreds that those guns that they're shooting at with are probably like Gatling guns that they have in there yes. that are shooting thousands of round per second, and these guys get eviscerated. Up. Yes, eviscerated, eviscerated is a great word for it. Then the other truck stops and is like, "What? What's going on? You can't do this to us. We're Americans. You're fucking lucky they didn't just kill you too." Yeah, they're trying to keep the virus in. These guys, I understand. They cannot let people out. And this is what I'm saying. Um, I know it seems very irrational how these people are acting, but in a time where you are that desperate during a pandemic, during a disaster, people might really try that. People are going to, for sure. And they're going to get lit the fuck up. Yeah, you definitely got to protect yourself and yours and understand that other people are protecting themselves and the greater good. So you got to kind of take the good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the helicopter that uh, Dustin Hoffman. So they're get, so Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding decide that they need to save the world, and they're going to be court-martialed. They uh, steal a helicopter. Yes. By pretty much just telling the helicopter pilot, "We're leaving with your helicopter," and the pilot's like, "Well, I don't have my other co-pilot." And they're like, "Well, go get him." And yeah. He's like, "Okay." He's taking a piss. He's like, "Oh no, shit!" <laughs> Which I thought was a hilarious line. Oh, that was a that was That's funny banter. On par of 
like uh, um, friends. Again. There are some sitcom ask humor Incredible. in here. There's a lot of a lot of humor actually, like quite a bit. Kevin Spacey and uh, Dustin Hoffman have like this interaction when they're like walking in to see the disease for the first time. It's very normal talk. Yes. And even they're like, shouldn't we be a little more focused on this disease? And they're like, nah, fuck it. Who's getting custody of my dogs? And it's yeah. like, what are you talking about, guys? This was Focus. almost a comedy first and a disaster flick. It's a comedy second. of errors. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, it is literally a comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. Literally. Uh, so they steal this helicopter, uh, Buster Keaton, Keystone Cop, Laurel and Hardy style, mm-hmm. hop in and then proceed to fly. All over California. And miraculously, Cuba Gooding Jr. has about 12 years of flight school experience. It's like, it's, that's, it's the same thing that I get. Of, he's an army soldier, too. He shouldn't know how to fly a helicopter. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, James Bond is always, like, gets in a helicopter and they'll be like, do you know how to fly this? And Bond's always like, of course. It's like, what? What do you mean? You've never what been in a helicopter. did you get This that? is a Russian Skill, army helicopter. How do you know how to fly this, but Bond? it's fucking James Bond. Of that's course. Why. He just knows everything. Or when they'll be like, Bond, what do you know about this flower? And he's like, this flower? Huh, here's the Latin name. It in this country it comes from something da, da, da. but no i don't know much and james it's like, bond's not human that's no. my theory dude he's a robot mm. Mm. what are you offended by no that actually theory? that's very interesting because he's just too good dude. anyways they steal yes. this helicopter they get in multiple helicopter chases they fly from cedar creek to san francisco to the middle of the ocean back to san francisco up to washington they are flying all over the place in yes. this tiny two-person helicopter and they're all they are doing is searching for the host animal so that they could get antibodies for the anti-serum that they want to develop they're looking for a two-foot monkey from a helicopter that's 100 feet in the air and so the way they do this they go to i believe it's san francisco uh because they're looking for some files of uh, Of the ship the ship that brought the monkey in yes and they're interviewing people of who knows somebody's got to know where this monkey came from and of course the receptionist at this uh this building that they go in san francisco is like i have a friend in the coast guard who they never who who actually didn't help them because they ended up flying the helicopter straight to the ship. Yes, they couldn't really find the, the in the ship. middle, And then, like, also, they take off in a very bright, sunny day from Cedar Creek, that helicopter. This is- and as soon as they take off, Dustin Hoffman turns to Cuba Gooding, and he's like, hey, have you ever flown in fog? And he's like, what? What do you mean fog? He's like, yeah, you know, fog, low clouds. Have you ever flown in it? And Cuba Gooding's like, no, but I, but we will today. Then there's no fog until they get to the air, or the, the boat, the yes. ship. The, there's no fog in San Francisco, which is <laughs> rare. And they get to the ship, which is in the middle of the ocean, which... That's where there should be no fog. Yes. There should be no fog in the middle of the ocean. That doesn't make any it's sense. It's all backwards. Definitely. And when they get to the boat, <laughs> Justin Hoffman's taking five minutes to jump off the helicopter onto the boat. Yeah. They took more time with the scene of him jumping off of the helicopter onto to the, the boat, boat. More than the... They it, needed. Yeah, more than they needed. More than the time that they took to get this helicopter from point A to point B to point C to point D. This whole time that they're doing this... The government is preparing a bomb to drop on the city. Operation Clean Sweep. And this bomb is the closest thing that we have in our arsenal, apparently. That's Mm -hmm. not a nuclear bomb. Yes. I think what it does is actually worse than a nuclear bomb. It is called an air fuel bomb. And so what that means is uh, the bomb drops. Yes. And as it explodes, it sucks in all all of the oxygen oxygen in the explosion area. Into its core. In that core, it combusts. And because there's so much oxygen in that combustion, it's such a hot white fire, it blows outwards, and it's the closest thing we have to a nuclear bomb. 
I think it's worse because the nuclear bomb will leave some sort of wreckage. It doesn't necessarily eviscerate things in that sense. What it, what taking away all of the oxygen will do is one, starve every living creature in the blast zone from oxygen and will kill it instantly. But it'll mm-hmm. also make everything that's made with cement and, and asphalt and everything, boom, instantly turn to dust. Yep. Because there's no oxygen in it to hold it together. That place then, is destroyed. All the fire bursts outwards so that everything that is now just suffocated is now turned into ash and just completely destroyed. This is the worst creation of a bomb that we fucking this have. This is terribly violent. This is insanely violent. Like, this is how they want to get rid of the virus. And without question, the president's like, yeah, yeah, drop it on a city. Oh, let's talk about the scene where the chief uh, of office is talking to all of the oh, generals yeah. he's talking, and whatnot. He's talking to the cabinet uh, who's going who's gonna to recommend to the president what he should do. And yes. he pretty much just lays it out for them. He goes, look, we can't have one of us not be on this team. We yes. all have to be on this team. And everybody is just like, yeah, I think we're, I think, I think we're all on the team of killing yeah. all these Americans. Yeah, he was like, we're not going to do this unless we are unanimous. If there is one person that is against this operation, I want him in here. Yeah, he's like, and I want, he's going to change their mind, essentially. Yes. Um, I will say, I do think they are on the right path. I do think they uh, need to stop the city from, from, Proceeding to outbreak. I don't think the bomb is the way to do it. No. I don't think dropping a bomb on American citizens is the way to do it. What they should have done is kept the quarantine for eight more hours. Yeah, they were rushing to do die. this. Like they should have, they should have doubled down on the quarantine around Cedar Creek for sure. rather than just saying like, "Let's kill everyone." This is what you do: let the media in, mm-hmm. let all of them get sick, then they die in eight hours. Then secret dies. Uh-huh. Nobody oh, knows. That's yeah. That's if they really wanted their evil plans to succeed. This is a difficult movie to make now because media is in a different place than it was in even 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh, word would travel so fast, the people in this city would be completely destroyed. Then yes. they would probably have to drop the bomb um, and then like blame it on a gas explosion or yeah. something. But uh, in 95, I think they could have gotten away with just letting the disease run its course. I think they could have just let all these people Everyone die in and there they died. could have been fine. I think America could have survived. And so the only people that would know of it would be the government. And Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding. Yeah, and it would be up to Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding to spread the news and try to save the rest of the world. Which they wouldn't because they would make them make the serum and then they plug them both. Yeah. This is America. Yeah, and America does shit like that. It's weird how like nobody else was involved but the army, like or in the CDC. But like you would think, yeah, CIA would have people there, like for protecting something the a serum. potential worldwide yeah. epidemic. The FBI would have people there, I'm sure. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but I think they overall, once again, this is a movie podcast where we defend yeah. the film, and, and we I know are. we we are defending it. We've shat on it a lot. Because people in this film are dumb. Stupid. But that's appropriate because during when you're pushed into a corner, you're probably going to be stupid. Yeah. Um, but do you have a, a – oh, go ahead. A be- no, no, no. I do want to talk about my best person on set award. Yeah. It is the chief of office that gave that beautiful monologue, even though he was, he was very aggressive with yeah. his speech. I thought it was very moving. Um, he for his only scene in the entire movie, I think that he did a fantastic job. My my best person on set award is uh, Marcel the Capuchin Monkey. Yes. Um, I did just have a wave of fear wash over my face because I think maybe Marcel the Monkey uh, is one of Doc Antle's uh, monkeys. And I, if you haven't seen Tiger King, you need to fucking watch Tiger King. I've seen the first episode. Okay, so you know and who Doc is. Nuts. You know who Doc is. Yes, he's the guy that um. That He's got like the Joe Exotic learns from, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Um, is Marcel his monkey? I would love to believe that. I mean, a lot of uh, Doc's animals were used in a lot of TV his and monkey, movies. His monkey was the one in Ace Ventura. Isn't that the same monkey from Friends? Dude, it could be. Man, that makes me want to give my B-Poss award to Marcel the monkey. We can do it. We can do it. Hey, both of our awards go to Marcel. 
Congratulations. Yeah, you rest did a fantastic peace. job. Probably rest in peace. Their lifespan in the wild I'm uh, of, of a capuchin monkey is 15 to 25 years. I don't know what it is in captivity. How do you know this? Uh, I was just doing some reading before this. Well, this is how <laughs> I found like out. You're a capuchin encyclopedia. You're like stuffing behind. You're like, I don't know. I just just came to me. Well, when I do research for these episodes, sometimes I go off on super tangents and deep rabbit holes off of like on irrelevant things. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like sure. I'm like, oh, let's talk. Let's uh, read up on Outbreak the movie. Oh, capuchin monkeys. Uh, this capuchin monkey was apparently in the African jungles. No capuchin monkeys in Africa. They are originated in Central America and South America. Yes. Yes. One last point I want to make before we sign off here. What's up? When they finally. Uh, have the host monkey, the capuchin monkey, so mm-hmm. that they can make the cure or at least start testing for the serum. They go back to Cedar Creek, again, flying all over the place in the course of one day. They go back to Cedar Creek and Dustin Hoffman runs to his ex-wife who is already in the later stages of this disease in bed. Yes. He goes up to her. <laughs> this motherfucker is so cocky. Rips his hazmat suit mask off and lets her touch his face yes. for like five minutes before they've even started testing to make a serum. He's so cocky that Cuba Gooding Jr. is going to figure out the serum to this. I wouldn't let a healthy person touch my face the way he let her touch his face. Yes. Let alone somebody who is literally two hours away from dying. It was dying. so invasive. And first of all, this virus is so fast acting. It oh, killed in eight hours. What, like... I wouldn't be surprised if it took a few days to uh, develop this yeah. anti-serum. Coronavirus takes like like seven days to metastasize. Yeah. Um, we like look at the vaccine that we're trying to develop right now. It's, they say it's going to be another 12 to 18. Yeah. Yes. Which and is that's, that's, crazy. And those estimates I've heard are 300 times faster than a regular estimate. Yeah. No, that's in vaccine years. That is a blink of an eye. The, this is quick. The people that gave that estimation said that that was an optimistic perspective. And everyone else was like, no, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. You said, you said 12 months. Yeah, Trump, <laughs> remember, like, uh, Trump was giving a speech. He was saying, like... Trump-heavy podcast episode. <laughs> what? This is a Trump-heavy episode. Well, because this is very politically yeah. relative. Hey, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Trump was saying, like, yeah, we'll probably have a vaccine in, a, in a three to four months. By April. Yeah, and then... He's like, and if we don't, the sun will kill it. And everyone's like, the sun? The sun will kill this virus? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. This come from the dude that was calling coronavirus a hoax. Uh, No, actually, he was the first person to respond to the pandemic. Don't you read his Twitter, you fucking un-American cuck. I don't want to read his Twitter. It's very entertaining. I'm sure he's a stand-up comedian. Once he's out of office, maybe I'll I'll dive in. It'll be too late. Uh, His brain's going to be so mush. It's already mush. It's applesauce. Um, Yeah, I would not, but all in all, I would not let a sick person touch my face like that. Do you think Donald Trump would... Uh, authorize Operation Clean Sweep. Yeah, he's <sighs> he's a piece of shite. I think he'd do I it. I think he's too much of a pussy to actually do that. You don't know. I feel like, but he's been taking, I guess, risks of like, okay, this this might not make me look good, but it'll make me remembered. Killing a whole city of Americans, American citizens, mm-hmm. is a, is a ridiculous position. Yes, because when when. This was a small city. I think they said in the movie its population was 2,800. I imagined it was Walnut Creek. It was tiny. I just pretended it was like Benicia. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just like a bunch of like... Well, Benicia's 30,000. We're 30,000? I think so. Oh, 35? we're pretty big. We're kind of big. Is that big? Yeah, in comparison to like this Cedar Maybe Creek, which is like 2,800. Don't quote me. We're going to cut that part out. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Christian. All right, Alejandro. I think we did a good job. Um, folks, If uh, if you're already kind of paranoid about this whole quarantine thing and you want to kind of uh, be less paranoid about it, listen to this episode. Oh, for sure. Um, watch the movie because it's so ridiculous that you might it's be so, like... It makes you feel a little bit better about this 
disease because one, it's not as bad as outbreak disease. No. And it's also hilarious that they put these two Magoo, Mr. Magoo cops in charge of uh, solving this problem. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not the best decision on uh, on the movie's end, but yeah, uh, you can see how it uh, unfolds, and you can tell that we are much smarter in 2020 than they were in 1995. Correct. We, uh, as it can't be that bad now, we'd like to talk about something that we're both very proud to tell you guys about. Very, very proud. Uh, we have a website. website now. So guys, check us out. It is live as of today. Yes. Uh, look us up, icbtv.com. Or it can't be that bad.com. They'll uh, take you to the same place. Yes. Uh, you can get all of our new episodes there. You can get new information about who we are, what we do. Yes. See some clips. You can contact send us, us directly. Yeah, send us a message. Email in there. Yes. Guys, check it out. We had our close friend, Rob Glatzel. Yes, who was previously on one of our episodes. The Bye Bye Man. Check it out. Yes. He did an incredible job. Let yes. him know how impeccable this website looks, guys. But check it out. Yes. ICBTB.com. Uh, it's live now. So check it out, guys. Yeah. Baddies, thank you very much. Thank uh, you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. We deeply appreciate yeah, your help. Uh, you were very quick to respond, and you were very receptive of our uh, particularities. Yeah. Otis, we already contracted Otis to give you a thousand kisses. Yes. Uh, uh, that's definitely in there. You can. You have to take those kisses, but you can space them out, you know, like one every couple of hours or one yes. every couple of minutes, but you have to take all thousand kisses. So. Yes. And uh, we wanted to sprinkle a little coup de gras on it. Otis decided to remove his shirt during all these kisses. Mm. Uh, and so you might really enjoy that. Yeah, hopefully, Rob. Hopefully. And hopefully. Uh, that's just how we want to say thank you to you, Rob, and to the baddies, check out our website, icbtb.com. That's right. And if you haven't yet, take screenshots of those bingo cards. Because yes, let us know when you hit bingo. You may have on this episode. Yes, because when you black out that entire bingo card, fantastic, you'll get shirtless a thousand kisses from Otis. There we go, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bad.